Welcome, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. How are you today, sir? Doing well, thank you. So, so before we go any further, this is a special edition of The Prophecy Show. Um, we've had a very interesting week, uh, politically, and I know prophecy fits into this. So. It does, it does. <clears throat> so, um... Today is February 5th, 2020, and uh, there's a lot going on in the U.S., but there's also a lot going on in the Middle East. Yes. Um, so we've been paying attention to the Iran situation, <clears throat> but really we should start looking again at Jerusalem. Um, the prophecy says this, Then there was given me a measuring rod like a staff, and someone said, Get up and measure the temple of God and the altar and those who worship in it. Leave out the court, which is outside the temple. Do not measure it. Okay. For it has been given to the nations, and they will tread underfoot the holy city for 42 months. Revelation 11, 1 and 2. Okay. So really the opening of the seven-year period of prophecy spoken of <clears throat> throughout the scripture uh, here in Revelation 11 uh, prior in Ezekiel and Daniel, um, is it begins with the measuring of a temple. Right. right? So well, let me ask you this. What is the temple of God? Well, right now, we're the temple of God. Yeah, we are the temple of God. So really, he's measuring... Us. Us. He's measuring those that, that will be there to worship him in the heavens. So, <clears throat> as we recall, there was a witness that was asked to measure the temple, the third temple, with a measuring rod. And who was that? Ezekiel. Ezekiel, yeah. Ezekiel was told to measure the temple. And it says it measured 500 by 500 reeds. It says this, He turned to the west side and measured 500 reeds with the measuring reed. He measured it on the four sides. It had a wall all around. The length 500 and the width 500 to divide between the holy and the profane. Ezekiel 42 and 19. In other words, those inside the walls are, are holy. And the and ones outside, outside the wall are profane. Yeah. Okay. So when the last measurement was made, what was disclosed? That there were, that there probably were 144,000 inside the wall. Mm-hmm. But more specifically, it says that those who are inside the temple wall are holy. Oh, that's true. So they are the ones who follow the lambs. It says that very, very specifically. Yes. As was told by John of Patmos, when he measured those who were in the temple, it says, measure the temple of God and the altar and those who worship in it. Ah. Okay? Those, okay. Who, those who choose those to the serve the lamb. Okay? Okay. So <clears throat> the inner court is measured, but what is not, what is told, by don't don't measure the outer court. Don't measure the outer court, and the reason why is because it's mixed. It's mixed with those who believe and don't believe. It says, "Leave out the court which is outside the temple and do not measure it, for God's temple is numbered, bonded, and measured." Okay. Okay. And those who are outside the inner temple are not chosen to be measured because they have no portion in the heavenly kingdom that is to come. Okay? Okay. 
So what happens to the two-thirds of mankind who are not measured outside the temple wall? They're destroyed. Yeah. It says, those outside the wall has been given to the nations. They will tread underfoot the holy city for 42 months. And what is the holy city? The holy city is Jerusalem. Yeah, it's Jerusalem. Both contemporaneously and in the past, Jerusalem was recognized as the holy city. So as we know, when Israel was taken as by the nation of Israel in its present form, the Israeli Declaration of Independence, formally called the Declaration of the Establishment of the State of Israel, was decreed on May 14, 1948. Okay. Okay. So following this, a period of 70 has been given in order for the holy place to be anointed. Okay. Okay. Prophecy says that very specifically about the Messiah. It says, 70 have been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make atonement for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. Daniel 9 and 24. So, on the 70th anniversary of Israel's independence, what happened on that date? So, we're saying oh, May 14th, yeah, 2018. So that was the day that Donald Trump decided that he was going to move the capital of, Jerusal of Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. He decided to move our embassy to, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And at that time, acknowledged that Jerusalem was the holy city of Israel. Okay. So, so as, as ignorant as our president is... He did one thing right. Well, he, he's done a lot of things right. But one thing he... He's an ignoramus, but he was fulfilling prophecy, whether he realized it or not. Well, he didn't realize it, but he, he is fulfilling prophecy. So, on May 14, 2018, the American Embassy of Israel was opened in Jerusalem. Yes. And Trump made the speech in prophetic fulfillment of Daniel, Ezekiel, and Revelation. He said this, Almost immediately after declaring statehood in 1948, Israel designated the city of Jerusalem as its capital. The capital of the Jewish people established in ancient times. So important. Today, Jerusalem is the seat of Israel's government. It is the home of the Israeli legislature and the Israeli Supreme Court. And Israel is prime minister and president. Israel is a sovereign nation with the right, like every other sovereign nation, to determine its own capital. Yet for many years, we failed to acknowledge the obvious the plain reality that Israel's capital is Jerusalem. On December 6, 2007, at my distraction, the United States finally and officially recognized Jerusalem as the true capital of Israel. So, Donald J. Trump fulfilled prophecy. Fulfilled prophecy. He started to measure the holy city. And that was... Just about 70 years. Seven years exactly after Israel was independent. Wow. 
So, yeah, so he doesn't realize he's fulfilling prophecy. But, like I said, he, he, he fulfilled three great prophecies with one stroke of his pen when he wrote that the embassy is moving to Tel Aviv, to Jerusalem, and that he now formally acknowledges Jerusalem as the holy state of Israel, the holy capital of Israel. Wow. So, yeah. So, like I said, he doesn't realize what he's doing. Um, but it's all good. It's all good. So, I like the way you said that. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, uh, he reminds me of Caesar, you know? True, true. I mean, he, he reminds me of King Herod. True. I mean, there are a bunch of nefarious, self-serving, part of my French idiots. Well. But... They're fulfilling what God ordained. And and Caesar Caesar didn't get beware the odds of March. Yeah, so and yeah, I, so it's all fascinating and beautiful and a fulfillment of God's eternal plan. Wow. So we're gonna take a break right here and, and when we come back we're gonna go a little deeper into the three areas of prophecy that, that Trump actually fulfilled with one stroke of his pen. Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio Network. Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with Dr. Andrew, and he's about to explain to us the three areas of prophecy that, that Donald Trump, with one stroke of his pen, fulfilled. Yeah, so he basically fulfilled Ezekiel, Revelation, and Daniel by saying, I now decree Jerusalem, the holy city of Israel. So on May 14th, 2018, it was formally declared the holy city of Israel. And following Trump's anointing, many, many countries have done the same. They've decided to move their embassies from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem to acknowledge that. So, <clears throat> after being anointed the holy city, not only is the holy city measured, but what else happens? specifically outside the holy city oh yeah outside the holy city there you're walled out you're walled out and what and what does revelation say you know, revelation yeah you'll you'll trample everything else around yeah. you yeah, it's going to be trampled it's going to be trampled the prophecy says that it says the nations will tread underfoot the holy city thus the nations are treading underfoot outside the holy city of Jerusalem. Okay? Wow. So, to tread underfoot comes from the Greek word pateo, from which we get pate, right? Right. That means smudged. Right. Trampled. Patty. Yep. And as the prophecy from Daniel says, the people of the prince who is to come, that is the Shia horn, will destroy the city and the sanctuary, and its end will come with a flood, even to the end. There will be war. Desolations are determined. Daniel 9 and 26. There's one of your prophecies being filled right there. Wow. Besides Revelation 11, 
besides Ezekiel in the third temple. So, what happened on that day that Jerusalem was declared the holy city? In fact, just a few hours after that happened. What happened on the day? I don't remember. Well, there was a huge demonstration outside the new embassy. There was a huge demonstration on the Gaza Strip. Okay. I do remember that. Yeah, I remember the Gaza Strip thing. There was a there were there were a bunch of, of yeah, yes. and a couple were killed. A few of them, at least, bunch were killed. A bunch were killed um, by the Israeli military. Yeah. So outside the new embassy in Jerusalem, the demonstrators were demonstrating, waving Palestinian <coughs> flags and shouting, "With our blood and tears, we will redeem you, Palestine." So. In fulfillment of that, not reported by the press very well, there were clashes that broke out throughout Israel, and there there were huge demonstrations, tens of thousands, a hundred thousand demonstrators at the border of the Gaza Strip. Okay. Okay. These demonstrations led to more than fifty deaths and over nine thousand injuries on that day alone. Wow. So yeah. It was a mess. It was trampling, just like the prophecy said. Right, and it was and it was outside the temple. Mm-hmm. So the trampling has been continuing ever since then. It's quieted down a little bit. So they they had a a truce. Actually, Hamas induced a truce. It wasn't really from Israel, but they said, "Okay, we're going to stop these march, these demonstrations, in December, just a couple months ago." Okay. So they stopped. And so they stopped. <clears throat> but, and, but there have been a lot of people killed and thousands injured during that time period. Okay? Okay. And now, is and, and the thousands killed, that's on both sides? No. It's all Palestinians. Wow. Yeah. Very, very, maybe a couple. Maybe a couple of Jewish soldiers. That's about it. So... According to the UNRWA, which is the United Nations Relief and Work Agency for Palestine Refugees in the Near East, it says, as of March 22, 2019, the ISF has killed 195 Palestinians. So we're just saying... The Israeli Security Force. We're, not, we're just saying in the past, less than a year. Okay? Less than a year. Less than a year. ISF have killed 195 Palestinians, including 41 children and injured nearly 29,000 people. So you can probably double that number since it's been going on for... Yeah, another year. A year and a half, yeah. Uh, Including 7,000 wounded with live ammunition. Wow. Obviously, it can only come from one place. Yeah, the Israelis are shooting at them. Palestine refugees... make up more than two-thirds of the Gaza population of nearly two million people. Okay. Most refugees live in towns and cities of Gaza, but a substantial portion, more than 500,000, live in eight overcrowded and impoverished refugee camps. UNRWA has monitored the effects of this march on Palestinian refugees and has echoed other parts of the UN in raising concern about the excessive force use of force by the ISF, that is the Israeli military, 
and support it calls for investigations to ensure accountability for any violations of international law. I can guarantee you there's been violations. Oh, of course. The ongoing violence has put a severe strain on the entire health system in Gaza. So, like I said, the protests have ceased a couple months ago. Okay. But despite that, there's still significant violence, okay? Okay. Um, so really the issue <clears throat> is that Trump, in his wisdom, thought he was doing a good thing for himself by declaring Jerusalem the capital. Well, he, he was, <laughs> as far as he was concerned. Well, realizing that he's bringing his Babylon the Great down in the process. So, yeah, because that's one of the things that has to happen before Babylon the Great Falls. He's going to lose everything, everything he ever owned. So, um, so anyway, we're just kind of we're kind of walking in that those steps of prophecy, and we're just kind of watching things unfold. And yeah, it's going to be a disastrous end for him and for so many others uh, that have fled this country. Wow. Yeah. So we're just kind of like I said, we're sitting there waiting. It's, wow. We're going to take another break right here, Doc. When we come back, um, we're going to, we're going to talk a little more about those folks that are actually going to pay a penalty. Um, I should say a bigger penalty than, than everybody else. Uh I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is The Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with Dr. Andrew. And um, right before the break, uh, we discussed some, some or, or we, we, we brought up, we didn't discuss them yet. We're, we're yeah. about to. But we brought up some folks that are really going to pay a, uh, maybe no a double penalty for, for what's going on. So, um, so like I said, you know, the, the protests outside on the Gaza Strip have eased down a, a bit, but as we know, the violence continues. There's bombs flying all over the place. Um, yeah, you know, we don't we don't hear too much here in the states right now about no, no. the bombings yeah. that are going on it's in, not big, in Israel. It's not big enough news for us. So, so, um, so you know, things have quieted down. So all you need to do is bring the jack of fools into the equation. And oh boy. And, <laughs> Here comes Trump. <laughs> there you go. It's going to stir things out. So. Again, again, because so, um, ma- mainly because he wants to, he wants to be sure that he destroyed anything Obama did. Yeah. In uh, total, in totality. He's going to destroy the world in the process. So. Well, he can't help himself. That's no. so. In his uh, in his wisdom, he's decided to formulate a plan to resolve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. So, just a couple of days ago, he came up with his uh, Israeli-Palestinian plan. So, okay. 
according to the Times, he says President Trump along, stood alongside Prime, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel at the White House just this past Tuesday yeah. to reveal a long-awaited plan intended to resolve generations of conflict between Israelis and Palestinians. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> noticeably, noticeably. I'm trying not to, I'm trying to take this real seriously. I am serious about what I think Trump said let's do, but I well, want to hear it from you. So noticeably absent from that announcement was any Palestinian. Of course. So, well, I mean, we're, we're talking about them. They can't be in the room. So, no Palestinian representation. And Palestinian leaders, appropriately, have flatly rejected the plan. Of course! The proposed settlement force strongly favors Israeli priorities. Thank you! Rather than having both sides make significant concessions. The 181-page Trump plan, as written up by his son-in-law Jared, proposes a West Bank riddled with interconnected chunks of Israeli territory containing Jewish settlements. So we're going we're gonna to give you your land, but we're going to allow the Jewish people to, to stay here. To prop up and you little, better not mess with them while they're here. Many of them, yep, many of them largely encircled by Palestinian lands. For the Palestinians, it would mean giving up a claim to large amounts of West Bank land including places where Israel has built settlements over the past half century and strategic areas along the Jordanian border. Oh, wow. The framework also sets aside the long-time goal of a fully autonomous Palestinian state. In fact, totally ignored it. Didn't even talk about the independent Palestinian state. Instead, Mr. Trump vaguely promised that Palestinians could achieve an independent state of their very own, but gave no details. While Mr. Of course not. Well, Mr. Netanyahu stood by smiling at Trump. Yeah, okay, so, okay, so, so we have we have a pattern here. It's a bad pattern. Of course, because we have Trump smiling at Putin, and Netanyahu smiling at Trump. Yep. Now, I reserve the right to keep my opinion to myself. Yeah. So anyway, smiling. Then yeah, he's just smiling, beaming at Donald Trump, and he says the deal provides a pathway to a Palestinian state with significant caveats. The plan also envisioned a Palestinian capital in eastern Jerusalem. On the outer edges of the city. Of course. Beyond. Right, Iraq's, right, Israel's right. security barrier. Yeah, well, right where, where God told, told them not to measure. Uh, well, guaranteeing that Israel's sovereignty exists over all of Jerusalem. Mm. So, a beautiful fulfillment of prophecy. So, so I have a question. Mm -hmm. and, and my question is, You and I see this as as a prophetic outcome. Sure, but how did these guys get to do this? Little 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 voices in their heads telling them what to do. Uh, let's call them what they are, little demonic voices. 
peace and resolution in the region and call it a plan that ignores the rights of the Palestinians and legitimizes Israel's occupation. Now, they, the, the part that, that really amazes me with all of this is that although Saudi Arabia is our ally... Sure. As, as well as Turkey, as well as Turkey, they are they are closely aligned with the Palestinians. Yeah, these are all allies of ours: uh, the Saudis, Jordan, Turkey. They're all allies of ours, and they're like, no, this is not a good idea. So, now, the question is, will Trump listen? Yeah. So okay. no. So mm -hmm. noting the holiness of Jerusalem to Muslim, to Muslims, Erdogan added. Like giving the city to Israel can never be accepted. So he's like, your plan stinks. And the UN, even the UN, the nations, the United Nations, nations, nations on Tuesday restated its position that there must be a two-state resolution, not a one-state resolution to the conflict within recognized borders on the basis of the pre-19. 67 lines. You know, I, I, I kind of respect Israel for keeping that land, but at the same time... <laughs> well, know, it's supposed to be neutral right now. It's right, but I mean, but, 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 here's, a, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you start a fight and you lose, and yeah, you get you your butt kicked and the guy steals your leather jacket, yeah. takes your leather jacket, yeah. you're not getting it back. No. Okay. So, so, despite all the trampling of nations outside the temple, there is a silver lining, uh, a gold lining, in fact. Okay. So, we know that at the end of the 42-month period, which should be November of next year, okay. the trampling underfoot of the city will be complete. And why will it be complete? Well, because it'll be the end of the seven and a half years. Or the three and a half years. Oh, three the, and a half seven. years, rather. Yeah. Um... That that the city of the great that Babylon the Great. But has, what happens? What happens? Uh, well, Babylon the Great gets destroyed. Well, it's going to happen before then. But what happens at, at the middle of a, of a seven-year period? God leaves. God leaves, but first he returns. And Christ comes. Yeah. Uh, the Son of Man returns after the three and a half year period to collect what is his, and then he and leaves. That, and that's us. Yeah. So. And it says that when he returns, in that hour there will be a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city will fall. Seven thousand were killed in the earthquake, and the rest were terrified and gave glory to the God in heaven. Revelation 11 and 13. So we're, that's what we're talking about. We're like a... New York City and... Yeah, so we're about 20 months away from that. So it's, it's closing down. Wow. Yeah. It's closing down very quickly. It's Thank all good. You. It's all good. It is. Thank you, Doc. Yep. Thank you. As always, I've learned more just sitting here talking to you for this, for this time. You've been listening to The Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and until next time, Love God and each other. <laughs>